0: Welcome to the Money Matters Podcast. I'm your host, Adam Torres. This episode is brought to you by Crowdsourced Books. Crowdsourced Books provides you with all the resources you need to become a successful author. You can find out more by visiting crowdsourcedbooks.com. All right, now let's jump into the episode. I want to welcome you to another episode of Money Matters Top Tips, where I bring you entrepreneurs, business owners, and executives to share their top tips for success with you. Uh, today, I'm really excited to have Nick Petrikis on the line. He's the owner of Blue City Productions. Nick, welcome to the show.
1: Adam, it's awesome to be here, man. So happy to uh, be a part of your podcast today
0: hey uh, i appreciate that and you know i i I saw your credentials and what you've done in the past uh, in terms of looks like you were the director of marketing for cadillac i'm from michigan from detroit specifically so i'm a cadillac fan from i guess i was born into it Uh, um, but before we go into kind of some of your experiences there and also into what you're currently doing in social media content i see tv series a bunch of different things um, let 's start from the beginning though um you know yourself as an entrepreneur how'd that take place?
1: yeah you know i was uh that's a great question um, you know I think it goes all the way back to probably when I was a kid you know i I remember being like nine years old, my father had a had a small little fifty person restaurant for for uh, lunch and breakfast and um you know there was a golf course next door, and I remember as a little kid i'd go to that golf course and pick golf balls out of the woods. And I'd go back to my dad's restaurant, you know, clean the golf balls out back and then take iced teas over and sell the golf balls with an iced tea back to the golfers that just, you know, hit them into the woods. And so I was a little kid doing this. And I think, you know, I just had that, you know, that entrepreneurial drive from a kid. And, you know, it was probably just seeing, you know, my parents, uh, you know, strive to, you know, just want so much more. I'm sure that had a part to do with it. Wow,
0: that's interesting. So you know, it's, it's almost like a gene you inherited. I have the same bug, and in I inherited it from my dad. He owned a auto body shop growing up. So you know, watching them work, and, and I have to ask myself in retrospect, why did I sign up for this? Right, <laughs> they worked hard. I I saw the hard work, and
1: I wanted it to were gluttons or something. I don't know. <laughs> no, I think just from a kid, you know, I was always just you know taught about work ethic and how mm-hmm. important. Like my parents always said, you know, when you get a job. You know, which was like a requirement in our household mm-hmm. that, you know, you better work your ass off. And, and it was just work ethic from a kid. Like, you know, you're representing yourself and your family, do whatever's required. And that was kind of like what I, what I was like instilled with. And I didn't really know what, you know, what that all really meant until I probably look back at it now and say, you know, that's really probably where my work ethic came from.
0: So let's, let's fast forward a bit. Let's see. So I see your um, film production, and it sounds like you do quite a bit of other things around the line of film, production, documentaries. Um, how how did all of that
1: come about for you? Yeah, great question. So, you know, uh, I would have to say, like, when I was probably 18 or 19, my brother, uh, who's uh, who was working for the NBA at the time as an editor um, for some of their TV shows, he was like, you have to learn this program called Final Cut. It's going to be really important for your marketing career. And I was kind of diving into marketing and entrepreneurship, owning my own little.
0: What year was this roughly?
1: That, let's see. That was probably, let's see, 2008. So I was, Man, uh, I, was you kind know, I had a brother, money like at the time. That's yeah, awesome. you know, I I remember too. I was in my room, and he he just put it on my computer. He was like, you have to learn this. And I was like, all, all right, right, whatever. So I dabbled in just you know video editing for years after that, you know, you know, just little videos that I would edit here and there. And when I really launched my first you know when i I don't know if it was my first company, but you know when I was doing more internet based companies, I just found how important video was. So I would do all my own marketing videos, and that's really how I learned you know what uh, you know how to get people's attention, I guess you could say. And that was really how I started. so you fast forward. And now what really became a necessity out of building businesses and then what became more of a hobby um, is really just what I love. And it's so important for today's business owner to understand storytelling and how valuable that is to building their business on uh, on a, in an Internet world.
0: What was your I, – I love talking to people that produce and people that are creative and create videos and things. And I, I know they normally have something in their mind that it just – it was kind of like a turning point. What was that first, you know, video or piece of content that you put out where you were like, wow, I'm pretty good at this. I can do this.
1: I'm just curious. Could have been when you were younger. Could have been,
0: could have been last week. I don't know. <laughs> You're doing that piece of content. What was it?
1: That's oh man, a piece of content I don't particularly know. <laughs> I think There's I've always like, something. Man, you know, it's always been my friends. My friends have been the ones that have always been like, "Dude, you are so good at this." And I was like, "Get out of here, dude!" My like my brother does this professionally. I know professionals, and they're good at it. And they're like, "Dude, you you're really good. You need to give yourself credit." And I think when I when I made the decision when I I resigned from my former company, I'm sure I'll talk about it for a minute, but. You know, and I decided to go really take my hobby to the next level and be like, all right, I'm going to pursue my contacts, my network, and I'm going to go after film production. Um, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to take the word of my friends, my network around me that typically don't bullshit me. You know, they tell me honestly. And I was like, it was really them that gave me the confidence to be like, all right, I'm kind of good at this. Let's, let, let's, let's, uh, see what skills to improve. But to tell you the truth, I do not think I'm good whatsoever. I think there's so much to learn just in this era of, of video production and, and, uh, and what's being created online. I think there's so much room for improvement and just for everyone to become better at at you know, what they love doing.
0: Yeah, no, that's great. And, and, it, and I tell people this all the time, that once you, especially with those programs, I, I never was a final, a uh, final cut guy, but I, you know, let's say I, I learned enough to be dangerous with, with making bad content on Adobe premiere. And, uh, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> Yeah, not an editor it's a very tricky you uh, are a blessed bunch um but I do like playing with it it is just fun for me um but uh yeah those things just the updates and then just the constant amount i mean the processes and how involved it is and how quickly that industry moves um kudos to anyone that uh, that thinks that they know everything in it because they don't like they're really good guys right, right. Now. they're they're always they're always starting over always reinventing um so now yeah let that that lets me know you're good at
1: what you do. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Yeah, there's so many elements to, to that whole world. And, you know, whether you're filming for a, you know, a company or a TV show or a movie, you know, everything requires a, a little bit of a different skill, but every part just so valuable. Like, as a business owner going into film production, you know, it it, it took me some time to really realize the connection points, but... And they call it, the, you know, the, the movie business for a reason. And making movies and making TV shows and content in that, you know, platform, it really uh, is a business. And when you understand those two elements and you can make those come together, you know, really fluidly, um, it makes for, for, for a powerful team and for, for a powerful leader to, to do some cool things, to tell, tell some neat stories. No, that's great.
0: Um, so let's let's kind of transition a little bit. I want you to talk a little bit more about what you said in terms of because there's a lot of people listening to this. Like I said, business owners, entrepreneurs, executives. Some are with a big company. They're considering going independent. Some are, you know, are you know, independent and thinking about wondering if being an entrepreneur is right for them. Can you talk a little bit more about that transition period?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And are you talking about specifically like when I would say a few months ago when, when I resigned from my company and really yeah. took this head on? Absolutely. Okay, cool. <laughs> and no, so, and I, yeah, and I you know. talking
0: to people. And that's and important. Yeah, I, I didn't give the timeline. So for everybody listening, I mean, this is a recent thing. And the reason why I think that's important is because – um, you know, we want to hear from people that are just did, that have just done it. People that are 20 years after the decision, because you're going through it right now. So we have the, we have the good stuff from you right now. So yes, that about <laughs> yeah, family. you got the raw.
1: Yeah, uh, that's, that's the, what I want. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, So you know, first of all, just you know, choosing to to move on from a company that you were a part of building from before the name was even chosen. You know, just that emotional. You know, hurdle to get over, to be honest, I feel like is a, you know, that's a challenge in itself. You know, you give your, really your entire life for, you know, for me, it was, you know, almost three years and, um, you know, in any business takes a, takes a huge chunk of your life and a, and a huge part of dedication. So I think any business owner could understand what I'm saying about this. Um, it's hard to put it into words, to be honest. So, you know, I'm at that point where I'm like, all right, this is just not working out and I'm not going to get into the, to the raw nitty details, you know, maybe another time, but, um, you know, so, so when I decided to, to leave, um, it was about six months before I gave my official resignation and it was my friends, you know, cheering me on, like, you know, you're miserable and you need to do whatever you love to do. And it was my friends. It was my family who I got into crazy arguments with. I mean, almost lost relationships, but it was these guys that were real with me, That were like, dude, you're fucking miserable. I hope I could curse on this, but they were like, dude, you're miserable and you need to make a change in your life. And that's kind of what, what cheered me on to say, all right, I'm going to make a change and I'm going to go for it. So I went from, you know, being an executive vice president of a defense company that became arguably one of the most sought after products in our, you know, niche industry and our niche field that we were in and to saying, all right, screw it. I resign and I go into film production full-time, which, you know, I've, I've dabbled in just being in the different companies I was a part of because creating content was so important. Um, and so six months before I resigned, I really started building up my client's health. So I remember, like, my first gig was, like, 300 bucks that I made. And it took about six months to, be, to begin to make enough income that I was making, you know, matching my last income to say, all right, I'm going to make the move and I could feel comfortable and, uh, and so that's really kind of what that process looked like. And it was, it was the, probably one of the toughest processes that I've had as an adult, um, you know, emotionally and having to run a company and then build another company alongside, because I just knew, you know, what I wanted to, you know, create afterwards. Wow, so here great. I am after that, you know, three months in and, you know, making a fantastic living doing it, meaning, ever have to want, thank God. And it's, uh, it's just incredible that when you take a leap like that, a leap of faith, you call it whatever you want, uh, you know, I think people will come out of the woodwork, you know, if, if you have a good network, a good support group around you, you know, they'll come and help you. And it could be anything, you know, whether it's a business or a personal decision in your life, but that support team that was around me, uh, that came, you know, that were in Hollywood or, you know, in the industry. And we're like, dude, I just want to help you, whatever you need. You know, I, I'll introduce you to this person or, you know, I'll be a part of your project. Don't even pay me. Like, that's what people tell telling me. Like I just want to support you because you're a friend of mine and not everyone has that support network, but I think if you could put the right people around you and you have to make, a, you know, a massive decision in your life, that's going to, um, you know, completely change the course of whatever you're doing. You know, it's, it's that support group that i found has made the real difference, um, you know, from earlier in my life. Wow, that's awesome. And, yeah, the
0: support group, you know, we don't – I haven't had too many speakers actually talk about that support group. And, you know, thinking back to myself, I mean, I went from a a large company to be to be an independent financial advisor. And you're right, without that support group, when I think about my Rotary Club, when I think about, you know, Century City Chamber of Commerce, when I think of all these things without all of these other people – Um, in my life, you know, it would have been a really tough go. So I appreciate you, um, you know, bringing all of that up. Um, so, so what, so what's next for you? So what's next on the agenda now? You're, you're multiple, you know, you're, you're, you're in year one of your business. Um, and you're obviously doing well and you put in a lot of thought and you're prospering. What, what's next for you?
1: Yeah. You know, good question. Um, I think about that every single day because I think whatever I'm doing, you know, just, Whatever I'm doing right now is a stepping stone to, you know, whatever I'm ultimately, you know, whatever I'm going to do. So I think when you leave a company, um, I was in a heavy discussion with my friends the other day and, you know, they, you know, I was like, you know, if you don't have a vision or if you don't have that passion every day that you're trying to build, like within a company, if you're an executive, you usually have some type of, you know, real, uh, you know, drive to, to see that company do well. You know, you're not just that nine to five employee coming to sit at a computer typically. So, you know, when you lose that vision that you've lived for, you know, and you have nothing to go after, you kind of have to create whatever it is to go after next. That's a hard thing. Um, and I don't think a lot of people can, can do that. So, you know, when you have that entrepreneurial, you know, spirit or if you've built up that work ethic, it's a little easier to make that transition, I think, Um And so it's. I think you have to be real wise, like, do I transition to being an entrepreneur or do I transition into another job? Like, you have to know yourself, I I think. It's important because if you're that person that's not going to get up and work from home as an entrepreneur when you're first starting, you know, you probably shouldn't do that, you know? so Yeah, good
0: call. There's um, nobody
1: telling you you got to come in. And uh, if you hit that snooze, it's costing you money. (laughs) Yeah, you're screwed, you know. But the nice thing is, you know, working for yourself, it's created a huge level of freedom for me. And it's it's um, it's um made me really think about, you know, what the hell do I want to do for the rest of my life? You know, I've spent all this time building companies that I'm so proud of. I mean, I'm very proud of the companies I've been a part of. And I put a lot of pride uh, into building whatever it is that we're building at that time. And, um you know, but for the next, what, 40, 50, 60 years, we're on earth, you know. Are, are you going to be miserable going to a job every day that you hate? Or are you going to do whatever you're passionate about? And and you know you know if you want to make money then find how to make money if that's what you're passionate about. But if you love film or if you love art or whatever, I think that passion will. What I've seen just from the people around me, if you're good enough, it's gonna bring that financial freedom of or whatever you're looking for. Um. So, uh, but it's also hard fucking work. Like you, should, I think nobody should should underestimate that working for yourself is very 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 challenging. It's hard hard work. You know. You have to be the salesman, the marketing guy, you know, the CEO, the CMO. Like, you have to be everything. You have to understand how a business flows if you're going to work for yourself, you know. Um, So it's – I don't know if I exactly answered your question.
0: (laughs) Yeah, you absolutely did, Nick. And and, uh, where can everybody find you? So what's your website? How do people, if they need, you know, video production, if they need social media production, they need to tell a story, where, where do people contact you, Nick?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, um, you can hit me up at social media. That's really the best. Uh, my name is spelled N-I-K Patrakis, Petrakis, P-E-T-R-A-K-I-S. Um, I have another Instagram called Stuff by Nico. And so most of what I do is driven by my personal contacts. Um, and that's really how I've run my business is it's very personal to the people that I know. Um, you know, I have bluecityproductions.com. You're welcome to go there, but that's not really my You know, where I get any clients or business, everything I do is very relational. Um, That's kind of been in all my businesses. But, uh, you know, creating social media footprints for companies is so vital today. And I have just, uh, you know, so much that I would do uh, if I had a big marketing budget versus if I had a little marketing budget. And so I love consulting with companies to support them on, you know, if they need some, some strategy support on a call or something and see if we can work together. So I think a lot of working with other companies is about feel and about trust and uh, you know, seeing if you vibe and if you connect to really spread that company's vision. So um, we'd love to talk to anybody. All right, Nick. Well, hey, really appreciate you coming on
0: the show today. Um, have a great day. Thank you.
1: Hey, Adam, it was fantastic. I appreciate your time, brother. All right. Take care.